the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hump day. Hump day. That's right, it is hump day. And and as I said at the beginning of last hour, happy hump day to everybody except the person who won the Mega Millions in Florida. And it wasn't me, okay? Um, But I'm happy to pretend that I'm related to anybody who won that ticket. We got a phenomenal hour, too, coming up. I told you guys that if you needed to stretch your legs, go get something to drink, great. But you had to come back because we have the most important news you can use segment I think we've ever done here on the Andrea K. Show. Y'all know Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific time is when myself and financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff have a lot of fun. We have some laughs, and then we share news you need to use. Uh, to protect your wealth and your money and make more of it and have it work for you, but in a way that doesn't feed the monster of the typical financial institutions. And he has brought in a special person to join us tonight. But before we get into that, I got to welcome you back on my man, Financial Thought Doctor, a.k.a. Fighting Meadows. How are you? Hey, Dynamite. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. Okay, before we get serious here, with our uh, Padna in tonight's segment to uh, get some serious news you can use for the peeps. I got to get your impression. Did you see the Mike Pence commercial that he did pretending to pump gas? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's so far down the totem pole. No, I have not seen it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're in for a treat, Elhoff. Do yourself a favor and watch it. <laughs> Only if you want some laughs, because Elhoff is right, man. He's so far down on the totem pole, who cares? You know, but he did it because he's trying to pretend like he's a man of the people and he understands the financial pain uh, that we're all in, right? But Elhoff, I as mean, he's filling his tank or pretending to, you can actually hear in the background, he hasn't even selected a fuel grade yet. really i don't pay attention to pence i really don't i'm sorry he's a christian i love him about that but i i guess it's a spine that matters (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I knew you'd get a kick out of it because, you know, um, these are the people that are trying to tell us they know they they they're going to help us with our kitchen table issues. They're going to help us with our money. Right. And these are the people that have run up 30 trillion dollars in debt. These are the people that are all about, you know, telling you to keep putting money in 401ks and this and this and this all traditional stuff that's not necessarily going to help you. And that's why um, I've been telling everybody they need to listen 
listen to tonight because we've got a special guest with us. It's Craig Cheney. He's co-founder of Irma Solutions, and uh, and you can check it out at irmasolutions.com. And Irma is spelled I-R-M-A-A solutions.com and Craig has many years in the mutual fund and insurance spaces licensed in all phases of investments and he's here to share with y'all who the heck Irma is where Irma came from the problem with Irma showing up at your door and what you need to know about it welcome to the Andrea K show Craig Cheney well good evening thank you Andrea thank you Dave for having me and uh, no Irma is not a hurricane uh, most popular demand says it's just not that. It's something much more sinister and look forward to talking about. Well, more sinister than a hurricane. It can be more devastating, at least to your pocketbook in a sense. So let's jump into it. What is Irma? Most people, and, and Dave Elhoff and I have talked about it briefly before, and nobody had ever heard of it. And so that's when Elhoff was like, look, we, we, we got to bring Craig on and do like a little <clears throat> symposium on the show with it. So tell everybody where, what Irma is, because it's not, it's not that old, but it's also not that, that new either. What is Irma and how did, how did it come about? Actually, it's been around for quite a while in different machinations, really going back to 1984, believe it or not, that Congress has been uh, tinkering with different ways to tax Medicare. But in general, Irma, the seedlings from Irma were created in 2003 when something that George W. Bush created called the Medicare Modernization Act, you know it better as Part D of the drug program, came into being. And in that program, Mr. Bush decided that if you made more money, Medicare should be means tested. So if you made more money or had the wrong kind of income, perhaps you should pay more for your Medicare health care in your retirement than your neighbor. At the time, the numbers were so stratospheric, it didn't make a really big difference. So nobody heard about it per se. But in 2009, the uh, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act was created Obama basically took 24% of GDP, as you remember, and brought it underneath the umbrella of the federal government. Well, he was on a roll, and he did a couple other things, but literally about eight months later, he took a look at what George W. Bush had done and decided to formalize this thing, and he created something called IRMA, Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount. So when we talk about Irma, it's very important that your listeners understand this is not a red, blue, right, left issue. Both sides of the equation have, for lack of a better word, conspired to make sure that they can get as much from your listeners in terms of tax revenue as possible. So in 2011, Irma was created, and what it does at its very base is it creates a tax surcharge on your Medicare premiums of 40 to 140%, depending upon your income. 140%? A 40 to 140%, yes. Wow. And on top of that, it has the net effect. It can, over time, depending how long you live and how long you're going to be retired, it can have the net effect of destroying some or, frankly, all of your Social Security income. Okay. Wow. Um, well, how can you even pay if you've got to pay 140% of your premium? I mean, what are you even getting out of it in the first place? 
you're getting the, at 140%, you're getting the same amount of, if you will, for lack of a better word, Medicare, as somebody who has not made the income threshold, you're all getting the same level of care and, and benefit. You're just paying 140% more because you were perhaps more successful than your neighbor. Okay, so what does this mean in practical terms for us? So, base because that, and what does this tax have to do with your social security? All Medicare premiums, as well as IRMA premiums, will be deducted from your social security from day one. That's just that's the way it is. So, when you you hit age sixty five, you file for Medicare, <clears throat> which you're required to do. If you choose not to file for Medicare you don't get your social security check. It's, it's forfeited. So you don't, you're not guaranteed that check. So let me put it this way, because we're, we're on a, a national tour right now, national speaking tour. And I have never seen this in my entire life. I mean, a normal financial seminar is frankly kind of boring. This is, these are like revival meetings, because if you think about it, 30 years ago, you were told every two weeks you are required by law to put money into FICA. FICA is Social Security, as you know. And it'll be your retirement plan and will never be taxed. And they told you the truth until they lied. In 1989, they lied to you because they started taxing your Social Security. Then, as time went on, they decided, no, in order for you to collect your Social Security, you must enroll in Medicare. Another string. And now, if you make too much income, you've been too successful, or you have the wrong kind of income because your financial advisor did not tell you about IRMA, they can take some or all of your Social Security away from you. This is causing an uproar in the country. Now, to to tie the knot to this, starting last year, we know that today we're look, we look at the government looks at 2021 income. It's a two-year look back for income. But last year, where we always had, we were always looking at the income. Now, if you have ever earned IRMA level income, you will get a letter from Social Security telling you that they're going to take your social from you. This is really important because right now tonight. Literally two weeks from tonight, the IRS will begin shipping every bit of financial data on you, me, and everybody in your listening audience to Social Security. If they see you've triggered these income brackets sometime around early November, you will get a letter. It won't say it's an Irma letter. It's going to be a letter from Social Security explaining how much they're going to take away of your Social Security check. You're going to be, in most cases that we see, panicked. You're going to go to your financial advisor, and seriously, Andrea, the financial advisor is going to say, well, I thought, I thought Irma was a hurricane. Well, it's not. And they're going to race to their CPA, and the CPA is going to say, I don't know anything about it, because Irma does not show up on your 1040 form. And so what we're seeing at Irma Solution is just this people calling, emailing, sending us tax returns. We don't know who these people are. They're going, please help. We don't know anything about this. So it's a pretty big deal. Well, let's take a break. 
And when we come back, I want to make sure, because we've covered a lot of ground, maybe we can do a quick recap, particularly if people are just, you know, joining the program. Maybe you've got a couple scenarios you can share with people real world so that people can understand the, the, the actual application and how this affects individuals. And then we can talk about uh, what the solution is. So stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Continuing our discussion with Craig Cheney, co-founder of Irma Solutions and a friend of the show, financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff. So, Craig, basically to summarize, the government has decided, in spite of the fact that, that Social Security is supposed to be protected uh, and security for us, they've decided to rate it by taxing our Medicare, which they decided we're required to have in order to collect our Social Security. Is that about it? It's, it's actually a little deeper than that, but that, that, that's a, a good synopsis. If you take it a little bit deeper, Did we look- have you been listening to the politicos recently? Well, I wanted to s- talking yeah. about the, okay. the, the, the need to uh, save Social Security and Medicare. There's been a lot of chatter out of Washington about this. Unfortunately, the truth is that they're lying to you. Social mm-hmm. Security is fine. Medicare is fine. What's happening is they're grooming Americans for a tax cut, much like they did with Social Security when they scared you about Social Security going away. The very idea that Social Security and Medicare are intertwined, if I could show you a graph, and I know we're on radio, but if I could show you a graph, you would see that Social Security's liabilities over the next 20 years are actually declining because Medicare premiums in Irma come out of your Social Security check. Thus, Social Security is fine, but the American public isn't going to have much of a check to spend. That's why, from a planning perspective, it's important that the financial services industry, and in this case, Dave Elhoff and his team, they're one of the few people, if, in fact, as far as we know, the only team in San Diego that's telling the Irma story. So, yeah, because you're telling me the people are getting letters. They have no idea anything about this. They've not been prepared for it. It's not on your 1040. It's like you're thinking you're going to collect your Social Security minus your Medicare, and all of a sudden you're getting a letter that says what? So let's take a case of the gentleman a gentleman that is, it's really kind of heartbreaking. He was a postal worker in Batesville, Arkansas, a very small town in Arkansas. We found out about him because he frankly called us back in March of this year. He'd worked hard his whole life. He worked 40 years for the Postal Service. Didn't save a lot of money, but he did have what's called the TSP. It's a thrift savings plan. It's a government 401k. And he wanted to build with his money, the retirement that he'd planned, his forever home. So he took out $297,000 and built this home, which is pretty amazing, 297000 these days to build a home is amazing. But in any case, the minute he did it, several months later, he got the dreaded Irma letter from the government that said, um, we, we hate to inform you this, but in, in essence, your Medicare premiums are going to be greater than your Social Security check, thus you're not getting a check, period. You're done. No social, all taken away because he built this home with his money. In addition, they said, we have to bill you for $1,353. Uh, 
I am not embellishing or being hyperbolic. He called us literally in tears going, you're Irma Solutions. Can you do something for us? We were able to help him. We were able to get out of it. There are provisions to change this if you have what's called a life-changing event, typically death, disability, divorce, or retirement. But it's not easy. It's, it's a pain in the neck. And in the next two months, as these letters go out, there are going to be, I promise you, a number of your listeners who are going to get these letters, and they're not going to be able to find relief. They're not going to be able to find somebody to help them because the industry, quite honestly, doesn't want to talk about it. They want to talk about putting money in stocks, putting money in the market, keeping it there. But if you really understand the Irma story, that can be a real negative to your financial plan. Can you anything you can share with us as of why, what that means? I mean, why? Because I don't even know why Americans aren't even being told about this in advance. Nobody's telling anybody about this Irma or to expect it. And then all of a sudden somebody gets, you know, punched in the face with this letter. Um, why aren't Americans hearing more about this? Why is this not something that's a part of the, the common financial planning discussion? Well, first of all, it's not conspiratorial at all. Follow the money. So every two weeks, let's take, let's take 401ks, which are a major culprit, as was the case of our guy in Arkansas. 401ks are a major culprit to triggering Irma. So everybody in your audience most likely owns a 401k because that's what they've been told to do. But at the end of the day, while they got a tax deduction in 2023 to put money in, what they don't know is that there are four different taxes that the government's going to levy on that same dollar. Number one, required minimum distributions. That will be that triggers more income, which leads to higher Social Security taxation, which leads to Irma, which leads to the, the your, your listeners having a heart attack going, I can't believe I did this, dying. And when they pass the asset to the children, they're going to be taxed on the balance. The no, the kids are going to be taxed? Idea. The so Social Security taxed. isn't generational. You can't you can't leave your Social Security checks to 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 the next generation, but they can. But the tax for Irma can be passed along. The not for Irma, but for, the, for your four hundred one k. But the four hundred one k is triggering Irma, which is reducing gotcha. your social. This, gotcha. The, the bottom line to it, the most important thing I can say on this. This requires a new level of thinking for retirement planning and a new level of analysis so that people don't find themselves one day absolutely struggling. Remember, 50% of Americans are going to rely today. 50% of Americans are going to rely on their Social Security for 70% or more of their retirement income. You take that away from them, we've got a problem. Yeah, um, and you guys have a solution. The solution is, and, and Dave's team can do it, so I'm going to turn this to Dave, but Dave has an action plan here, but Dave has the financial technology. He has a software program that can show every one of your listeners what their future health care costs will be. And these are the, the health care costs that are mandated by federal law. He can show them that, and once they have that number, then they can reverse engineer and take a look at what they need to do to protect their retirement income. So that they don't trigger Irma. Okay, so... Go ahead. Not only not trigger Irma, but be able to maximize their returns. Like we say a lot, 
think of the government with a, as a baseball catcher with a giant catcher's mitt. They have they have devised tax policy because they know what financial advisors and Wall Street's going to do. They just have devised the tax policy to capture all of those assets. People like Dave and his team understand how that works and can provide different solutions to reduce those taxes. You know, I, I tell Dave every week, I'm so frustrated when I watch even friends of mine on all these conservative networks and everywhere that all they want to do all day, buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. And it's just, <laughs> Elhoff, how many times do I say that? I, pretty much every week I get so frustrated. None of them are ever really sharing anything that actually is protecting anybody. And not one time have I heard anybody mention this Irma situation. And it, and that's across uh, every, every financial show. Uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and that and 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 that you can and how you can help them with this i guess it's technology i guess it's like a formula that you've got a software that they can tell everybody about it it's always the software calculator that'll come into place but people i want you to know it doesn't mean that you have to be ultra rich to trigger irma just like the postal worker down in the South that uh, Craig just talked about. If you have distributions only coming from traditional 401ks, IRAs, 401Bs, 403Bs, traditional SEP IRAs, qualified investments and annuities, I'll tell you, you're going to be in the Irma bracket eventually. Everyone's going to be there. Now, if you don't have any money, it's probably not going to be that big of an issue. But the point is, the standard person retiring today, they only have these assets. And those are not the assets you have. Now, I have Craig's calculator. And I can show you, based upon your income from Social Security, pension and rental income, interest, capital gains, dividends, including muni bonds, folks. So a lot of people think that if I just buy muni bonds, I get interest free and I never have to pay taxes. That's not true. The best thing you can do, folks, is call me 619-548-0965. We have a conversation. I collect the information and I can run the calculator, the Irma Solutions Calculator, and I can help you out, folks. We can show you how you can do that. What the government is encouraging you to do right now is to throw money to the future to be taxed at a rate. You have no mm-hmm. idea what it's going to be. We got $32 trillion of debt. What do you think the tax rates are going to do in the future? They're going to go crazy. And Wall Street doesn't want it. Right. Wall Street doesn't want anybody to know about what you guys are talking about, too. Um, quickly, the number again. Go to Financial Thought Doctor. Spell it out, and there's a lot of tools there. And you can contact me through there. I had several contacts this week, and we'll have a conversation. Craig, thank you so much for coming on. Craig Cheney, thank you so much. Co-founder of Irma Solutions, irmasolutions.com. Two A's on the Irma. Appreciate you guys. The rest of you, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up on the other side of the break. program by 
by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. So much, you just open up so many avenues right now, but just to clean up, tie up the, the, the Fox debate, and you'll, you'll decide next week. What is there I'll be announcing, that? yeah, I've already decided, uh, and I'll be announcing something next week. Yes. I noticed the Fox senior executives came and had dinner with you and pitched you. Did they move the needle? Well, they were very nice. Look, uh, they were very nice. Here, here's why, uh, Mr. President, the only reason I, I say this, I put a poll up on Twitter. At least two-thirds of the people don't want you to do the debate because they feel it could be a setup. Are you concerned about Fox setting well, up? Well, when you're at 75, 78, 80 percent, and other guys are at zero, one percent, two percent, three percent, you do say, uh, what's the upside? Am I going to go up one point? But they could go up. You know, they're not dumb people. They're senators. They're governors. They're intelligent people. You have some very good people. I think you have some very good people, and you have some people. I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? There are people on there that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have certain people as, you know, somebody that I'd endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. But I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. Yeah, I'm with him. I don't think that he, I, obviously Fox is trying to woo him because they're concerned about their numbers. They're, they're concerned about a couple of things. Um, they're, you know, they know that Trump would be the draw. Nobody's interested I was in say, watching. They know Trump equals eyeballs. Yeah. I mean, who, who, who wants to watch Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis? You know, nobody. Nobody's interested in the white Lizzo. Uh, nobody's interested, that being Chris Christie, nobody's really interested in Vivek Ramaswamy. Nobody's interested in these people. Uh, number two, they know that Trump will bring eyeballs and they want him to be, and, and what they also think will bring eyeballs is Trump getting attacked over and over and over again by the white Lizzo and by the phony Mike Well, Pence. And that's where I think Eric is right. I think that they would set him up with some really bad yeah. questions. Is exactly what they want to do. They want to set him up, and Trump shouldn't 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 fall for it. I do think one of Trump's weaknesses is that I think he's a genuinely nice guy, and I, and I think that he struggles in thinking uh, of the nefariousness of the intentions of others, and it's hard for him to sift through that. And I think he I don't think he should do the first debate. I don't think he should. There's no reason for him to. Let's see no who really has the gusto, and then when the field has kind of waned a little bit, then then debate. I also think from a strategy standpoint, um, without without him, I think it will show who, you know, I think the rest of them will fall so flat because without him being there to be their foil, to have somebody to attack, they, you know, it, it basically, what are they left with? They can try to attack Trump when he's not there, but they're going to have to debate each other. That's the point. And I just think it would be a mistake for him to do it. I think he needs to go to the second one, but there's no reason for him to go to the first one, particularly since they're not having Larry Elder on there. They're deciding for us, the Republican Party is, who we get to, who we get to see. But see, that's who you I know, want quite, at the debate stage. I yeah, want Elder uh, Yeah. They're, they're wanting it to be. And Vivek Ramaswamy is, I mean, in June, he was bragging about Juneteenth being so great and such an amazing holiday. And then he turned right around it last week and said it was a useless holiday. I mean, he's just saying whatever he's got to say. You know what? It's actually better. It's working better than DeSantis's strategy. Um, but, you know, there's that. I mean, I do like Fo- Fox's Ducey today. 
um, going up to Biden and hitting him um, with this question. Uh, Let me see if I can find a clip for it. Clip number. There's this Um, testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? Never talk business with anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you? It's why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. Except it is true. He's just going to continue to lie, and that's why. And and people are sick of it. That's why do something was trending on Twitter today because he's just continuing to lie. He's being protected by the FBI and the DOJ. And by the way, speaking of Christopher Ray, he remember when he had been asked about the memo just recently, last time that he was there for a hearing, he had he and they had threatened him with contempt of Congress. They pulled back from that. He came there. Um, they under testimony, they discussed the letter that had been um, making the rounds in the FBI about infiltrating Catholic churches in mass. Right. One of the things that he said was that it was only one, a sing, quote, a single field office. Well, breaking today, House Judiciary uh, subpoenaed a document that revealed that the FBI Richmond field office coordinated with multiple field offices across the country to produce a memo targeting traditional Catholics as domestic terrorists. I, 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 what are we doing here? America. I mean, I, I could talk about the Comer uh, story today about James Comer, who's on House Oversight and how, you know, everybody's talking about an article to, to, to information coming out today about $20 million now, $20 million they found that was paid to the Bidens uh, from Russian and other oligarchs. Uh, I, I, including 146,000. I mean, the, in, in fact, the, the dollar amount was exact between money that was put into, to Hunter from an, an oligarch that was turned right around and spent on a, on a sports car the next day. I mean, you know, if Christopher Ray, as the head of the FBI can go before Congress and get away with lying and every, and obstruction of justice and everything else that he's done while Donald J. Trump continues to be persecuted and prosecuted and the Republican Party sits back and does nothing. Why, why are we even having debates? What's the point? What's the point? We have a former Republican judge, supposedly. Um, I'm not sure who uh, nominated him. Um, here's a little bit of what this uh traitor had to say skins please play clip five i'm i'm not a political person poppy and uh frankly i don't care about the republican party at all except to the extent that the the two political parties in 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 america are the political guardians of democracy Mm -hmm. in our country uh american democracy simply cannot function without two equally healthy and equally strong political parties. So today, in my view, there is no Republican Party to counter the Democratic Party uh, in the country. And for that reason, uh, American democracy is in grave peril. There is no Republican Party? 
in my view, and, and, and let me explain, Poppy, a political party is, is a, a collection, an assemblage of, of individuals who share a, a, a set of beliefs and principles and, and policy views uh, about the United States of America. Today, there is no such shared set of beliefs and values and principles or, or even policy views uh, within the Republican Party for America until or unless the, the, uh, the Republican Party can pull itself together uh, into a credible uh, Republican uh, Party, political party, then we simply don't have two competing parties in America. I agree with him on that. Um, we don't have an opposition party. What I disagree with this judge on is the fact that, that uh, you know, he thinks that Trump is a grave danger uh, to to democracy. And I have a problem with any judge, by the way, that, that continues, continues to use the word democracy when he's supposed to understand that we are a republic. I'm thinking this guy's got a little New Orleans in him. I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of, of, of a Ninth Ward accent going on with him. What's up? Oh, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, the voice in my head. Um, we don't have an opposition party. We've got Mitch McConnell saying, oh, I don't want to fall into that trap of, you know, impeachment. You know, it, you know, if we impeach Joe Biden, they're going to come back and impeach us. They're going to impeach and impeach and impeach and impeach any chance that they get. I am so sick of that weak, feckless crap. I mean, think about it this way. If Trump is some is somehow reelected, they'll try and impeach him on day one. Of course. They're literally trying to they're. This is what to impeach Joe Biden would be a legitimate impeachment of him. You don't refuse to impeach a sitting president of the United States who is is been documented involved in a bribery scheme and treason because of illegitimate impeachment that was done before. We've got to get rid of the relics that we have that are destroying this nation in the name of the Republican Party. And that includes Mitch McConnell. And we've even had friends of mine like Kurt Schlichter come on the show and say, oh, you know, Mitch, we wouldn't have Kevin Kavanaugh. We wouldn't have Gorsuch. But for I don't believe that for a second. There is not one person, only one person who understands the rules of the Senate and can and, and can work the machinations of the Senate well, that's what to they get say. a conservative judge through. It's crap. By the way, Feinstein was hospitalized today. What do you think the Rep- Democrats would be doing if that was a Republican situation with a Republican senator? The Democrats play hardball, and we're not even in the game. We're going to take a break. Final segment coming up on this hump day when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. I want to read you guys a really sweet email I got from uh, a listener, Mo, who always sends me like the best emails. She says, may St. Francis and Jesus watch over your baby, wrap their arms around him and make him well. Pray for all creatures every day. Special prayers for your boy tonight. He will be okay. My 17-year-old boy, Abbott, now has kidney problems as well as Roxy. Sleeps in garage at night. She is also old. Best of luck at your happening tomorrow. I'm sorry I cannot be there. Kiss your baby for me. Oh, Mo, thank you so much for that. 
that. Our fur babies are just so special to us. And prayers over your 17-year-old boy, Abbott, and and your fur baby, Roxy, because I know that it's tough when they get older and and you're, you know, dealing with the, with the older age stuff. So thank you for that. And other emails that I've gotten, I appreciate that. That's why I shared with you guys about Gator tonight, because we're just friends and family here, really. And so we all love each other and, and we support each other. And y'all know how much Gator means to me. And uh, thank you also, Mo, for saying you'd go tomorrow night if you could. Look, it's going to be a super great time. Thank you to everybody that's got tickets to go. If you are still thinking about going, it's not too late. I think the VIP is, is might, uh, might be sold out or almost sold out, but there's regular general admission tickets. Great opportunity to come out and join us and think about how we're going to save this nation. And just have a good time at the Plus same time. Plus, it's a good time. time. Just come out, meet Andrea Kay. I mean, if your listeners have always fun. wanted to say hello, I mean, they're going to have the opportunity to do that. And guess who else might be there? DJ Carrot Sticks. Woo woo. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> We've got We the Kids are going to be there. Bob Walters, who's, uh, you know, uh, who's a dear friend and, and partner to the show. Quack's going to be there. there. Gary Quackenbush is going to be there. Jesse Jane Duff is going to be there. Of course, Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. What I, what I always say when I go to visit Republican groups is that it just literally feels like a family reunion. It's special to me because even though we know there's a lot of Republicans and, and conservatives here in Southern California. We feel alone and, sometimes, and don't we? You do, we do feel alone. And, there's, there's, and I feel almost like we're walking a little bit, always having to be a little bit on guard, having to walk on eggshells a little bit when we're out socializing. Um, because, you know, that's who we are. You know, we, we're not ashamed of who we are, but we try to be respectful of other people, right? And some people are flat out intimidated and scared um, because they're scared that they're going to get hit or lose their job or whatever. And so when we get together, if you've never gone to a Republican event and experienced this, it's a safe space where you just feel so safe that even if you disagree on Trump versus DeSantis or whatever, you're able to freely share your conservative views in a way that where you just feel safe, unlike maneuvering in the rest of you know, like the rest of society, like when I go and do, do, you know, other TV hits locally here in San Diego, not KUSI, but some other ones, I've, I'm always having to feel a little bit, you know, like, hmm, you know, am I going to be jacked in the parking lot on the way out? <laughs> so it'll be a super fun time. If you're uh, still thinking about going, if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, and you want to go go to the answer San Um Don't have time to play the DeSantis clips necessarily. Uh, DeSantis did a good move today. He suspended a a U.S. attorney, a state attorney in Florida for dereliction of duty. Um, do we have time to play these clips? Uh, we got time to either, I'd say, play play the attorney or play DeSantis. Yeah. Um, so he, he I want to play DeSantis and because I, I think he made a good move here. My question is why it took him so long. Please play clip eight. Monique Worrell's administration of criminal justice in the Ninth Circuit has been clearly and fundamentally derelict so as to constitute both neglect of duty and incompetence. The policies or practices listed in our executive order uh, suspending her uh, that constitutes the grounds of suspension are as follows. Uh, One, 
a pattern or practice to avoid minimum mandatory sentences for gun crimes, pattern or practice to avoid minimum mandatory sentences for drug trafficking offenses, pattern or practice allowing juvenile offenders to avoid serious charges and incarceration altogether, pattern or practice to avoid valid and applicable sentencing enhancements, pattern or practice limiting charges for child pornography, pattern or practice for seeking withholding of adjudication in situations not permitted under Florida law. Prosecutors do have a certain amount of discretion about which cases to bring and which Let's end not. It there, I do, uh, but what this when you when you listen to what he just listed off, quite frankly, I feel like, you know, hat tip to him for suspending her. But what took him so long? You know, and the fact that he did a formal press conference about this was was quite the campaign play because he knows that he's getting a lot of attention, a lot of heat for the fact that he hasn't been as vocal as he needed to be and should be about the persecution of the of the, the U.S. government against citizens and against a former president. What he laid out against this uh, state's attorney shows the depths of the depravity of this Democrat Party when they are giving aid and comfort to child predators. When they're putting the worst of the worst back out on our streets all in the name of justice and equality. It's perversion. It's perversion. So I credit him for getting rid of her. I question the timing and, and what took him so long to do it. Um, her I'm going to have his back on this one. You know, at least he did it. At least he did it. True. And of course her response was so fitting. Her response was, this is just so evil that he did this. My kids got to go back to school tomorrow. And my, this is what my kids woke up to today. <laughs> really? You know, I, I, in my corporate days when I, I hired a lot of people and I had to fire a lot of people. And anytime I fired anybody, they always showed me why on the way out the door. And she showed today why she needed to go. All right. To those of you coming to our special event tomorrow night, can't wait to see you there. We're going to have such a phenomenal time. If you're planning to go and haven't got your ticket yet, go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Love you all. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.